Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, The Road to Restoration. I'm Pastor Sergio Delamora, and I am delighted that you are joining me today. I'm not sure how your day's been, but I know how it's going to end with me. I know you're going to leave fired up. Whether you've been on the road, off the road of restoration, maybe you're just sick and tired of being on the road. Because sometimes that happens to me. I just, I just get tired. Like, come on, God, speed this thing up. I know this, that that road, it's the narrow road, people. And it's the road that leads to life. And uh, maybe you've been on the wide road that leads to destruction. The great thing about God, he allows U-turns, detours. He allows you to get off the off-ramp. I mean, that's how good God is, right? Today, I'm going to talk to you about places that God is going to restore you. It's true. Six things I've been focusing on uh, that God wants to restore in your life. And before I get started, I want to remind you to subscribe. Come on, join me in this journey. Uh, invite your friends. I ask, I challenge you. Two or three friends, hey, you got to hear Pastor Sergio's podcast. I really, really believe this, okay? That the world that we live in is broken. And everyone is looking for a way out. Everyone wants to put more makeup on, put more money in their pocket. Everyone wants more muscles. Everyone wants to save their hair. Everybody wants to add to themselves. And it's because you know why? Because we're all looking to cover up things, you know, but sometimes it's okay to say it's not okay. And in this process of restoration, you sometimes you've got to be open and willing. You've got to let God be able and, and be willing to let God go, jump in with you and start touching the places of your life that maybe perhaps you thought that's off limits. Today, God is a restorer. And when God restores, it's because he wants to leave you in a better condition that he found you. Here's a hope that all of us can hold on to in the scripture. It's a promise from God. I'm going to read to you. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12. Listen to this verse. Return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. Here the Bible is saying that Zechariah the prophet is receiving this message from God to share with God's people who at that time were extremely discouraged. And isn't it funny that the times that you least expect God to speak is when he speaks, right? The time that you didn't want to go to church, it was the best service ever. Um, and why is that? Because sometimes God will let you get to the place where you're at zero for him to tell you what's been on his heart, just to remind you that he's watching after you. So he sends this word to discourage people. And he says, return to your fortress. Fortress we know is a tower, a place where people are going for safety. It says, you prisoners of hope. Imagine, think of that verbiage, the prisoner of hope. Even now I will announce to you that I will restore twice as much. Twice as much. That obviously means that something was lost, that God recovered, but returned twice as much. Today, I want to talk to you about the second place that God wants to restore in your life. God wants to restore your family. Okay, here we go. If there was a word that creates more joy and more pain simultaneously is the word family. Because all of us, we live in a family. Maybe you're the only child in a family. Or maybe you've been adopted in a family. Here is the point. Is it today? God wants to restore your family. And he wants your family to see his best. That starts by us making a decision to give him permission to restore. 
So let me read the promise of God to you. It says in Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6, Look, I am sending the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. What a promise from God. Um, this is the last verse in the Old Testament. So imagine the last thing that God says in the Old Testament is that I want to see the hearts of fathers turn back to their children and the hearts of the children turn back to their fathers. What he wants is to see families restored. And I, I'm not sure what family you came from. All of us come from different types of family. There's all kinds of families. Maybe you came from a family where you grew up with your mother and father and they had a wonderful marriage and you've had peace and love in your home all of your life. Or maybe you grew up in a family where you didn't know your dad, you didn't know your mom. Or maybe one of them you know, left the family and now you had to grow up knowing that your mom or perhaps your father don't want to be involved. Or maybe your family's just recently been broken. You know, something that happened in the marriage of your parents. Um, and that happens. All of us know what that's like. I come from a family. My family's had to go through the pain of watching our family be broken. And you know, whether it's divorce, whether it's death, whether it's abandonment, pain is pain. And pain causes pain. And that's the reason why, if we're all honest, we all need our families to experience restoration. I mean, my family, I'm the, I'm the youngest of six. So imagine this, my mom and dad came from Mexico, from Guadalajara. Shout out to all the people from Jalisco. And uh, so three of my brothers, uh, my two oldest sisters and my oldest brother were born in Mexico. They came over with my parents and my oldest brother, well, my next brother, my next sister, who are older than I, they were, we were, all three of us were born here in California. So, so imagine I'm the youngest of six and I'm growing up in a very traditional Hispanic family. If you know Hispanic families, you know, there's certain things that are just, it is what it is. Mom is mom. And whatever mom says, it's going to happen. Dad is dad. And whatever dad says, if you don't do what he says, get ready because you're going to experience the wrath of the father. Had a very strong father, very strong mother. And um, I remember one day I was going to school and uh, I, was, I was mad at my mom. You know, like when you're in high school, you say the worst things to your parents. And uh, I remember telling my mom, mom, you get, what I said to her, I said, mom, you're like a witch. I can't stand you. You know, you don't say that to a mom, okay? Especially a Hispanic mom. And I told her in my broken Spanish, mama, tu eres una bruja. Now, it sounds worse in Spanish. Well, I guess in English it does too. But I'll never forget that day. It's in my mind right now. My mom, it was in the morning. I was about to leave. She got a tomato, okay? Literally, she takes a tomato in her hand. She throws it at me, hits me in the chest. And my shirt is filled with this tomato. And she goes, go to school like that. I'll never forget. I come back from school. You know, after you have a whole day of thinking about the things that you say to your parents, it's easy to feel like, God, I messed up. I screwed this up. I'll never forget going home afraid that my mom and dad were going to get there and beat the daylights out of me. I came into the house. And my mom looked at me. She said, Sergio, come here. You know, whenever Hispanic mom says, Sergio, ven pa'ca, it's like, okay, you know it's about to go down. That's how my family was. There was a lot of fear, a lot of tension. 
a lot of honor, a lot of respect, a lot of tradition. And I'll never forget how my mom handled me. She sat me down and she looked at me. She said, did you think about what you said to me? I said, yes. And she goes, and she asked me this. So how do you feel about what you said to me? Oh, I started crying. Here's a high school kid crying because I realized something. I never wanted to hurt the heart of my mother, but I did. And you know what I realized that day? My family is not perfect. My parents aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. There are no families that are perfect. And if we're honest, there aren't any perfect families. There aren't any perfect people. There's only one perfect God who loves us with more love than your mother, with more love than your mother can love you with, more love than your father can love you with. And this one perfect God, perfect father in heaven, is so committed to seeing our families thrive and do well. But we've got to give him permission to be the restorer. That's the reason why I believe this today, that restoration is part of your inheritance. It's not a privilege. It's not a privilege. Restoration is not a program. Restoration is not a a list of duties that you have to do to check off. Restoration is a revelation. It is. And when you realize that your family is on the heart of God every day. And so today, I want us to pray for your family because God has restoration and he has double restoration on his mind. One of the things I know about the restoration of family is this. I'm a father. I know what it is to break my children's heart. I know what it is to break my family apart. And I've had to learn over the years that the only way back on that road to restoration of the family is through humility. The hardest thing to do is to admit I was wrong. I apologize. Please forgive me. And so I want to encourage you to make the most powerful statement you can make with your family. The most powerful sermon you'll ever preach. The most powerful statement you'll ever make. This is what I believe it is. I'm sorry I was wrong. Can you please forgive me? Come on, practice it with me. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Can you please forgive me? I couldn't hear you. I mean, just to say it is weird, right? I'm sorry, I was wrong. Can you please forgive me? Those words can only come from a heart of a person who's hit rock bottom, who realizes I would rather go through the pain and humble myself and ask for forgiveness than to live in my pride and avoid my family and isolate. Oof, I felt that. And I think you did too. So let's pray together. I want you to repeat this prayer after me, okay? Dear God, all of these years, I've stayed away from my family. My family needs healing. I need healing. I want to ask you if you'll please restore my family and start by restoring me. Jesus, I open my heart and ask for your forgiveness for all of the sins that I've committed. And I forgive all of my family members for all that they've done. I welcome you into my life because I believe you died on the cross for me and my family. You rose on the third day for me and my family. So today, resurrect us, resurrect me. Today I believe You are the Lord and Savior of my life and the restorer 
of my family. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, somebody. You're on the road to restoration. Welcome. And I want you to leave a comment. I want you to share with me. Let's get this conversation going about your family. Tell me what your family life was like. And subscribe. Share it with your friend. Today, God forgave you completely. And God's healing power is flowing to your family. And you're going to see restoration. Because restoration is not a privilege. It's your inheritance. God bless you.